Today is Tuesday, November 14th, AD 2023. This is the Africa Review in 5, written by Paul Schleyline and presented by Amikani Katunga. Why Casta is Faster? Seven Christian Responses to Transgenderism If you think the transgender debate hasn't reached Africa, think again. Trans ideology has been gaining ground in Africa for decades. Take, for example, Casta Semenya, a South African middle distance runner and two-time women's Olympic gold medal winner in the 800 meters. Semenya doesn't just win races, Semenya dominates, the media describing the races as coasting to victory and winning easily. The problem is that Semenya is not a woman. Semenya is a man who identifies as a woman. He has all the biological marks that only males possess, XY chromosomes, male genitalia, and high testosterone levels. He's married to a woman with whom he has a child. Even his rare genetic condition can by definition only affect males. How then can Semenya call himself a woman? For all of human history, people have viewed one sex as fixed upon conception. A person was born either male or female. Sex and gender were the same. But today's culture has bought the lie of transgenderism, which teaches that one's gender can be different from one's biological sex. Today, feelings determine gender. If a girl feels like a boy, then she's a boy. Gender dysphoria is the term used for the psychological condition where a person's identity does not match their anatomical sex. Today's powers that be have hailed Semenya as the poster child for this new trans agenda. Semenya recently said, My testicles don't make me less of a woman. What he means is that he feels like a female, which he calls his gender, even though it's different from his sex. This is just one more push from the feminist movement to make women more like men. 1 Peter 3.15 declares that all Christians must be ready to answer objections from our unbelieving world. We must stand tall in defending the truth. This issue is complex one to which the church should devote considerable teaching. For now, consider these seven brief responses Christians should give to the transgender movement. First, God has created every human as either male or female. There are two and only two sexes, regardless of one's feelings. The first chapter of Scripture is clear. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Men and women are ontologically different, making them physically different. Men are strong, large, forceful, and full of courage. Women cannot compete with these strengths, nor should they. God designed them differently. Second, the root of gender dysphoria is sin. It is true that hormonal imbalances, biological defects, and chromosomal abnormalities may at times lead to identity problems. We can address these with basic medical treatments. But from the biblical perspective, transgenderism is the result of sin, often the sin of envy, 
Stephen Charnock says, Envy is the denial of providence. So God, in his good providence, made Temba a man, but Temba doesn't want that. Instead, he yearns and burns for the benefits he thinks he'll possess as a woman. He must put this sin to death before it consumes him. As Proverbs 14 verse 30 says, Envy makes the bones rot. Third, tell the truth. Never use a male pronoun for a biological woman, or vice versa. This is a lie. We don't lie because it soothes their ego. We don't lie to acquire future gospel chances. We don't lie to save our jobs. When we call Kesta she, we mock God's perfect work at creation. Fourth, never praise what is evil. Romans 1 describes man's downward spiral into sin. Fornication, then abomination, then affirmation. There comes a time when a culture doesn't even hide its sin anymore. We praise it. Per Romans 1.32, we approve those who practice it. The world now flocks to praise Semenyan's debauchery. In 2012, he was awarded the South African Sportswoman of the Year. In 2016, he was shortlisted for World Athlete of the Year. In 2019, Time magazine named him among the 100 most influential people. Scripture pronounces woe upon those who call good evil and evil good. Fifth, fight for the truth. Men especially must defend women endangered in restrooms by men in dresses and robbed in athletics by dudes in sports bras. From the beginning, Adam was to guard Eve from harm. Women were not designed to fight and defend themselves, but that's exactly what today's cowards have forced them to do. In tears, they've seen their dreams and livelihoods dashed. One athlete called Casta a wonderful woman after she lost a medal to him in a competition. The world considers cheaters in sporting events to be the lowest life forms on earth, but apparently not trans athletes. Ironically, Semenya's silver medal was changed to gold because the first place winner had doped. Only in today's clown world can a man running in a woman's event be considered a hero. Sixth, teach your sons to be manly and your daughters to be ladies. Soft men began as soft boys. Effeminacy is a sin. Hard women began as hard girls. Semenya's father never taught his son to be manly, later in life calling him his little girl. God designed men to be tough, strong, and protective, and women to be soft, beautiful, and supportive. Finally, all sinners can find forgiveness through the gospel of Jesus Christ. No sin, including transgenderism, is greater than the love and grace of God. As the story of the prodigal son teaches, our sins may be great, but God's grace is greater. But the good news of Christ won't make sense until we recognize our sin. Transgenderism is a sin that God hates. There can be no forgiveness until one recognizes that. True repentance does not blame parents, teachers, the church, or friends. 
True repentance blames oneself for sin and then basks in the joy that comes from Christ's unfettered forgiveness. And that's it for the Africa Review in 5 on this Tuesday, November 14th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Subscribe to the Missionary Minds podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcast. I'm Yomikani Katunga. Be not wary in well-doing.